Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is A Move of God. Let's pray. Father, we come today so thankful. You're such a good, merciful, loving God. We come ready to receive, Father, from your precious word. We're so thankful, Father, that you're not dead. You're doing things still today, Father. You've never changed. Your will is the same as it's always been. And we thank you for it, Father. We come hungry today and ready to receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks are going to talk today about this topic, a move of God. My friends, many of you may have heard about a revival underway at Ashbury University in Kentucky. CBNnews.com reported, and I quote, the Holy Spirit was tangible in the room. Anna Lee White, a student, said, chains were broken, confession happened, and God was praised as holy, 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 unquote. Wow, that is what the angels are saying at the throne of God in heaven. Additional revivals now seem to be spreading to other campuses across the U.S. It is not surprising that God would be moving on the college campuses of the U.S., who have been dominated far too often in recent years with some anti-Jesus leadership, and God is moving to change lives, showing the power of a relationship with Jesus, our loving Savior. I had supper tonight with my friend, traveling minister and evangelist Jody Cagle, who attended this revival recently, and he said the revival was extremely powerful and moving. He said you could strongly sense the presence of the Holy Spirit, and many people were weeping under the power of God in these meetings. Many of us believe in a great move of God in these end times, where the power of God will lead to many signs, wonders, and miracles, and countless people will be receiving Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior and make heaven their final destination. There have been many special moves of God over the years, including the Azusa Street and Brownville revivals. And these moves are like a river. We can jump in, or we can stand on the edge of the river and watch, or we can ignore these moves of God altogether. One famous revival started in 1906 in Los Angeles, California, and lasted about 10 years and it was called the Azusa Street Revival and influenced the Pentecostal movement. This revival started in an African Methodist Episcopal church with evangelist William Seymour, who was originally from Mississippi, and he preached a lot about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and praying in your prayer language like the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. One thing we must remember about God and the movements of God is that the things of God are foolishness to mankind or to the natural mind. We cannot look at these movements with our natural minds. They are supernatural. Let's read 1 Corinthians 2, 13-15 in the Amplified Bible. 13, we also speak of these things not in words taught or supplied by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit combining and interpreting spiritual thoughts with spiritual words for those being guided by the Holy Spirit. 14, but the natural unbelieving man does not accept 
the things, the teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness, absurd and illogical to him, and he is incapable of understanding them because they are spiritually discerned and appreciated, and he is unqualified to judge spiritual matters. 15. But the spiritual man, the spiritually mature Christian, judges all things, questions, examines, and applies what the Holy Spirit reveals. It is himself judged by no one. The unbeliever cannot judge and understand the believer's spiritual nature. Folks, the supernatural things of God, like these revivals and the moves of God, cannot be comprehended by the natural mind. Only born-again people listening to their spirit man will understand these outpourings of the Holy Spirit, and many lost people get pulled in and saved by the power of God. So going back to the Azusa Street Revival, at the start of it, a handful of men, including Seymour, were knocked off their chairs to the floor, and they began to speak in tongues and shout and praising God. Obviously, this news spread quickly, and crowds started to gather, which led to outdoor services. Many people fell down as they came near the revival, and they were baptized in the Holy Spirit, and many of the sick were healed. The Azusa Street Revival led to a great outpouring of many being saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit. My friends, there is a narrow path of mankind going to heaven. But unfortunately, there is also a narrow path of Christians filled with the Holy Spirit and power and using the heavenly prayer language that God offers to every Christian. Let's talk next about the Brownsville Revival, also called the Pensacola Outpouring. Started on Father's Day in 1995 with evangelist Steve Hill and Pastor John Kilpatrick. It essentially ended about five years later in 2000. At the peak of this revival, they had as many as 5,000 people a night for about five years, reaching a total of approximately three to four million people. One key point to the Brownsville Assembly of God revival is they had a two-year prayer initiative before the revival began. Prayer is so important in seeing the moves of God. Let's read James chapter 4 in the Amplified Bible. Verse 2b, you are envious and cannot obtain the object of your envy, so you fight and battle. You do not have because you do not ask it of God. Folks, for one thing, God will not move much with strife in the church. We have to choose to walk in love with one another. We are not going to agree on everything in the Bible but we have to walk in love. And number two, if we want revival to break out in our church, in our state, and or in our country, and as a Christian, we know how badly we need it in America. But if we want revival, we have to pray for it. We have not because we ask not. Let's pray and start a personal revival in our own individual lives. Now, verse 3a, you ask God for something and do not receive it because you ask with wrong motives, out of selfishness or with an unrighteous agenda. Friends, number three, we have to ask with the right motives. 
For example, if we pray for revival to break out so our church can get bigger or our ministry can get bigger or any other silly reason, God will not answer those prayers that have wrong, selfish, and unrighteous motives. Our prayer should be for God to get the glory and for people to come to Jesus to get saved and healed and delivered. Now, closing, 2 Chronicles 7.14 in the Amplified. And my people, who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek, crave, require as a necessity my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. Folks, our nations need to humble themselves and pray and seek God's face and His will, not our will. We also, as a nation, need to turn from our wicked ways. God is holy. He is not a dirty God. He is holy, and He works with holy people in all His great moves. Let's all choose to be part of God's great movements in these last of the last days and be in the center of God's will for each of our lives. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for these great moves of God. We don't need those, Father, to believe in you, Father, but we know that these are coming in these last days, Father, so you can reach more people for heaven. And thank you, Father, for allowing us to be part of those. We choose to follow you, be sensitive to your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.